Welcome to the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy and a nutritional therapy practitioner specializing in chronic digestive issues, depression, anxiety, and autoimmune disease with a focus on the gut microbiome. Join me for episode five, where we meet Dr. Jill Netz-Fulgerson, educational consultant and nutritional therapy practitioner from Denver, Colorado. Learn how her experience with seeking information about the best nutritional practices for breast cancer survivors led her to pursue training in nutrition. Stay tuned to hear her health tip and her learnings about cancer nutrition. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only. Functional nutrition is similar to functional medicine in that it seeks root causes of illness. As nutritional therapy practitioners, We do not diagnose or treat disease, and we recommend working with a qualified practitioner. Now, let's meet Dr. Jill. I'd like to welcome Dr. Jill Netz-Fulkerson to uh, Flourish with Functional Nutrition. Hey, Jill. Thanks for joining. Hello, Madeline. So good of you to have me on your podcast interview today. Yeah, thanks. So I want to jump right into it and ask you, how did you learn about nutritional therapy? Well, I learned that um, nutritional therapy was more of a bio-individual approach to achieving optimal wellness. And so uh, the fundamental goal I know for nutritional therapy is to encourage people to become knowledgeable about and responsible for their own health and that NTPs do not, you know, diagnose or treat a disease, but rather empower and support clients on their journey to health through better nutrition, uh, exercise, and lifestyle choices. And as NTPs, um, I know that we both use written and physical assessments to help specific nutrition support that is needed for the body to op- optional, um, function optionally. And um, I learned about this through a hospital when I was visiting once. A nurse was taking this program, and I was, sounded just like what I was interested in. Wow, that's that's so interesting that you learned from a nurse. Yes, so she she was um, wondering to know why why no medications, why um, how how come we have optimal health and yet, yet you're not on all these medications? And I thought, well, that's what I was interested in. Yeah. Okay. Great. And so, how how did you come to the point where you decided that you wanted to take this the training to become a nutritional therapy practitioner? Thanks, Madeline, for asking that question. Well, I have been an educational consultant matching curriculum instructional needs for teachers in their classrooms for about the last 20 years um, for districts and schools all over seven states. And then although the students and teachers are using some excellent curriculum, some of the students still were not learning. So what was impacting the students' cognition? And I think the answer is that the students are not getting some of their very basic uh, nutritional needs met, which is impacting their ability to learn. Um, For example, students may be walking around dehydrated because they're not drinking enough water during the day or they're not getting enough solid REM sleep so that, you know, they can't retain what they're learning in the long-term memory. Or possibly they're eating unhealthy diets filled with, like, refined sugars and denatured processed foods. Or maybe they're living life in a stressed state. So I decided to be an NTP so I could learn more about the nutrition and better understand what to recommend and the why behind it. Wow, that is such an important connection that you're making there because I do I do see my 
my children and school and how they, they, um, you know, they don't have time for bathroom breaks. And so they're dehydrating themselves on purpose. You know, they have long bus rides. They don't want to have to go to the bathroom on the bus. So it's just really a problem, um, both nutritionally and also in terms of hydration. How, how do you plan to bring that message back to, um, you know, schools and, uh, school children? Well, I'm, I'm kind of in the process of morphing my current um, field into integrating more of the health nutrition to go along inside with the curriculum instruction materials, um, because I think they go hand in hand. Jill, that's so interesting, and I think it's such important work. Would you mind backtracking just a little bit and talking about your health journey and how you uh, got how being an NTP has helped you? Yeah, I sure can. In 2010, I actually had a health wake-up call when I was diagnosed with cancer um, from the breast. Um, I spent the next seven years going through surgery, chemotherapies, radiation, adjunct therapy, therapy to help survive cancer. Um, it was during this cancer journey that I also was trying to finish my dissertation in curriculum instruction for my doctorate while working full-time as an education consultant. And um, I did graduate with my doctorate in curriculum section 2016 and wrote my dissertation on the residual impacts of teachers with cancer. Um, my dissertation has now been downloaded and cited in over 26 different countries, so I'm real excited about that. And what I found through my dissertation work research was 14 major findings. Many of those were related to nutrition, exercise, and lifestyle. I also discovered during the same time frame through genetic testing that my mother and I both carry the PALB2 genetic mutation gene for breast and pancreatic cancer. So according to two separate test results, after going through all of these cancer treatments, I still have 58% chance of cancer recurring. So I started reaching out and looking for better ways to you know, kind of prevent the cancer from reoccurring. When I would ask my oncologist, you know, what I should be eating, um, they, re they really didn't have a lot of answers. Um, and then I found out that most MDs and DOs only take maybe one class in nutrition in medical school. And so in a 2015 study I read from authors um, Adams and Weiser, they confirmed the findings that concluded that many U.S. medical schools still fail to prepare future physicians for everyday nutritional challenges in clinical practice. Well, I started reaching out to registered dietitians at hospitals, outpatient referrals, um, and just trying to find out specifically more what I should and shouldn't eat with regarding to the cancer um, and what could help me, protect me from cancer. It was actually the NTP certification program that really gave me the best foundational background and more specific information that I was seeking. For example, one of the questions I had regarding it was if cancer was progesterone and estrogen positive, then what specific foods would be best for me to avoid or eat? And through the NTP program, I learned that soy, which contains estrogen, is in most of our processed foods and in other foods too, such as flax, chocolates, crackers, etc. I also learned that the impact of the processed foods have on our endocrine system and how that directly impacts impacts our you know, body's ability to attack the foreign invaders and how to heal. I also learned that all of the environmental impacts that may also contribute to our health issues. So um, Jill, that's really important that you've made those connections about nutrition and your um, cancer experience. Have you been able to prevent a recurrence using what you learned as an NTP? 
So far, I have. Um, I have been using all the advice that, you know, we learned, like voiding of processed foods, um, you know, looking at the different fats that we uh, consume, and are they healthier uh, for us, some of the saturated fats and the salts and water. Um, so I have been using a lot of the nutritional, a lot of the nutritional information that we learned in the NTP program, in addition to um, upping my exercise regimen, I became a a registered yoga teacher trainer 500 hour and I joined the Colorado Wild Women triathlon <laughs> groups completely completed my first two triathlons last year um, because I knew that we need a, a, a lifestyle change and the NTP program really promotes for lifestyle changes wow, that's really inspiring so uh, you know when you meet someone who is not familiar with nutritional therapy how do you explain to the uninitiated person what nutritional therapy is and what the goals are? Well, nutritional therapy is really a bio-individualized program, and the goals really are to have health and wellness um, for all aspects of your life. And I think that NTP really doesn't do, you know, they don't diagnose or treat the disease, but it empowers us as clients and um, in our journey through you know health and better nutrition exercise lifestyle by and lifestyle choices by really looking at what we specifically do um, and as I, I I like the saying is a fish doesn't know they live in water and sometimes we don't know what we're doing until we start analyzing it or we have someone that can help shed some light on specific choices we're making and I think the NTP does that for people yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that most people regard eating as kind of um, uh, calorie and nutrient gaining events, right? But not they don't really. I think they don't realize how much food is information and not just you know calories and and, and macronutrients. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about what you decided to specialize in and where you practice. Thank you. Um, well, my special areas, I think, are going to be in uh, um, uh, neuroeducation and cancer prevention through something called um, nutritional epigenetics. And that's, um, according to the Journal of Clinical Epigenetics, um, nutritional epigenetics is actually the study of nutritional conditions or factors which affects the DNA expressions of of critical genes associated with um, physiological and pathological processes that you know can include everything from inside embryos to aging to carcinogenesis which is the area that I'm most interested in okay and um, where do you practice I practice out of my home in Colorado, and I have created a new company um, that I'm moving into, and it's called Colorado Integrated Health Services, LLC. And um, so I'm thinking that that's the niche that I would like to focus on is here in Colorado. And do you work with distance clients? Um, not currently. Um, I've had some people with cancer who have already reached out to me in other states, um, but I have. I think it's hard to uh, sometimes do distance um, just because if, cancer is kind of a tricky thing too, uh, and epigenetics are tricky too. Um, there's not a lot known yet about it, and so um, I kind of like that personal uh, one-to-one um kind of relationships. Yeah, I agree with you. I think coming into the office is much more beneficial because the 
field of nutritional therapy, of course, includes the hands-on functional evaluation, and you, you lose that when you're doing a distance um, uh, treatment. Absolutely. Yeah. So how should people get in touch with you if they're interested in working with you? Um, let me give you my phone number. My phone number is 720-635-0381. And you can actually just email me also at jillfolkerson at comcast.net. I have my name of my company. I just got with the state of Colorado just here a couple months ago. And I'm in the process of um, getting the other pieces in place, a website and things like that. Okay, sounds great. And, uh, you know, I like, to, I like to end with a quick tip. So if you have any tips for, you know, living a healthier life starting today, um, please let us know. Okay. Well, I think nutrition and lifestyle are interconnected. Um, and we also really need to know where our food is coming from and how it's grown. Because some studies are showing that, you know, some of the food we're eating could be, you know, even cancerous. And that's why maybe one in six people in the U.S. now have breast cancer. That's getting higher and higher numbers. So I think knowing where your food is coming, um, what you're eating. And, you know, begin with some of the basic nutritional foundations. Uh, I would say drink more water. <laughs> the body can produce about 8% of its daily water. Water needs through metabolic processes, but the remaining 92% has to be ingested through foods we eat and beverages we drink. And even though the amount of water and distribution are regulated within the body, water can't be stored, making daily consumption of water essential for a healthy body. And even mild dehydration, um, like a fluid loss of 1 to 3%, can impair many aspects of brain function, such as working memory or fatigue and energy levels, mood, and lead to major reductions in memory and brain performance. Um, according to the NTP, we should drink at least half of our body weight in ounces of water every day and then add 1.5% more water to adjust for diuretics, things like caffeinated drinks or juices, um, which can reduce your overall water absorption instead of adding to it. Um, and, you know, if you've had, you know, chemo brain or you've had those aspects of cancer, water is probably one of the most important things you can do to help you in that healing. Um, you know, it's in all things, up to 90% of our body weight. It comes from water and 60% of the human uh, adult body is water. Couldn't agree more. Thank you for covering that because I think that formula is really important. Most people have no idea how much water they should be drinking and there are guidelines that are out there that are like just drink five gla five glasses of water a day or eight glasses of water a day and um, this is just a general you know a, a guideline but really the personalized guideline is drink your half of your body weight in ounces of water pure water as you said and beware of those diuretic beverages right the, the sodas um, the caffeine the alcohol you have to drink one and a half times uh, those diuretic beverages just to make up from the water loss that they induce. So it's such an important topic and so overlooked, even I think amongst people who make their living uh, in nutrition. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's one of the basic foundations and it's too often forgotten. Well, it has been wonderful having you on the show today. And I want to wish you all the best in getting your new business up and running. Thanks so much, Dr. Jill. I hope to have you back on a new episode soon. Thank you so much, Madeline. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, 
Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy or check out our podcast page, visit tcnutritionaltherapy.com. To find a nutritional therapy practitioner in your area, use the provider search at nutritionaltherapy.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish. Content of this podcast, copyright 2019 by Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy. Music by Barbara Benn.